Are you going to understand the scientific method and realize that uncertainty is a part of life? Or are you going to go back and get into your cozy fear pajamas and sit around your campfire of people telling stories that just validate your particular position on things and just be bitter? And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Okay, I promised myself that this is the last time I'm going to try to do this show. This is literally like my 10th take because I can't get my thoughts together, which is pretty much a great microcosm of the last four months. This is Tony Dufresne, PhD. This is the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. The name of my show could not be more appropriate than right now. Glad to have you back in. First and foremost, I really hope you're doing okay. If you're here in the States or around the globe, I just take care of yourself. Self-care is so important right now, given the fact that we're in the third wave here of the pandemic. Also, we're going through this election, which is basically either a validation of us really being idealistic leaders or the beacon on the hill or us being just a fraud as a country over the last 50 years. And I'm hoping it's the former. So as we go through, but that's what I want to talk about facts and the fact that facts don't matter which is super frustrating. And the thing that I got wrapped up in, I sort of jumped into the matrix on this over the past you know, few months and kept seeing over and over and over again, things that come up, things that happen. I mean, literally somebody says something and then they, they say that they didn't say it like the next day. And the facts are out there all over the place. You have plenty of facts to make a reasonable decision on something. And we still have 40 some odd percent of the people in this country who are voting the other way who are voting for the representative that has zero character, that lies all of the time. But the thing is, is that that's not the reason they're voting for this person. They're voting for this person because of what he represents. Irrational, tribal thinking as a means of survival because they know, they really do, unless you're just a complete moron, you know what the facts are. On that side, but you're looking at them in the context of somebody saying, listen, if we don't keep this guy in here, our world ends. Our leadership position in this country ends. My position as a white man in this country dissolves. I lose my power. I lose my identity. It's very, very strong, basic, instinctual stuff that's being attacked right now because. We are at that crossroads in our society because of the fact that we have the technological and information revolution and we have all these things out there and we are more connected and you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You have to face those realities. You can live your whole life being irrational and emotional versus factual and reasonable, but ultimately that's going to come around to haunt you or it's going to be very limiting in terms of your growth and development when you want to be a team player. I mean, you could be as individual and live in your five by five cabin up in the woods by yourself as long as you want. But when it comes to being on the train of society and our evolution through different parts of what we're going through, then there's a lot of things that you got to sort of go with the flow with. And this is one thing that is we've and we've we have finally we as a country have finally reached the point where this is the reckoning. This is that 
vote. This is that election. I mean, what representative are you going to vote for? Are you going to be the team player representative, the facts and reason guy, the scientific guy? Are you going to take all those things into consideration? Are you going to understand the scientific method and realize that uncertainty is a part of life? Or are you going to go back and get into your cozy fear pajamas and sit around your campfire of irrationality and people telling stories that just validate your particular position on things and just be bitter and scared and not act bitter and scared because God knows you don't want to do that because that's not powerful. So you overcompensate and you spit in people's faces and you call them terrible names and you tell them to go back to their own countries because there's a higher level of uncertainty now. And you haven't done anything about it from your own particular perspective. There's like zero accountability. It's always easier to point fingers at somebody else or another race or another group than to just do what you need to do to better your own life. But see the difference? That's the difference. And it's so much easier, especially with underdeveloped people, to just take that flag and plant it. Now, with people that have higher levels of academia or, you know, intelligent people or college grads, and they're out there and they're, you know, flying the colors of the the other side and saying, oh, it's about policy. It's about business. It's about individual freedoms and all that nonsense. No, it's not. They've got the same fear-based stuff because it's not about IQ. It's more about emotional intelligence. It's more about having a philosophical foundation and an understanding of being a good team player, an understanding of what it takes to be a good person, an understanding of the meaning of why you're here, relationships, making the world a better place. I don't think that's a grand notion. I think everybody should have some you know, pillars of foundation that involve that. They don't have any psychological foundation to go back to. They don't have any coping skills that allow them to be okay with different facts that come up. It's these people that always go back to that whole thing about, oh, well, you flip-flopped or you changed your mind. I got to tell you, there's nothing more powerful than somebody who is willing to and does change their mind based on a new set of facts because the world's like an onion. Intelligence is like an onion. Evolution is like an onion. You keep peeling it away and different stuff comes up and you can't live on the outer layer of the onion when you're already like 27 layers in. Yeah, I mean, it was easier then, and that's great, but that's not the world that we live in right now. And you either play ball or you don't, and that's what's going on right now. And they'd rather not play ball and continue to keep other communities suppressed artificially so they can remain where they're at. Now, the ironic thing about all this, and I'm sure that you realize this as well, most of the people that are so pissed off and most of the people that are the the most adamant about and vocal about voting for this side are the ones that have the least. They're literally, they're the ones that could benefit the most from a new system. Yet they have, yet they're so strongly entrenched in their own fear, they just don't get it. And that is the frustrating thing that I have seen and I've dealt with and I know that a lot of other people have dealt with and I'm sure you are dealing with the same thing as well. Now, the the bad news is, there's only there's not good news and bad news. There's two bad news. The bad news is you can't convince them otherwise. First of all, facts aren't going to work. The only thing that you can do with somebody like that 
is to listen to them and then do that Socratic method of trying to unwind their false worldviews or their toxic worldviews, you know, that foundation that they have, which is they're not going to say it's fear-based because they just don't even know most of the time. It's subconscious. So you can keep asking them questions in regards to, well, why does that bother you? Why does this bother you? Or why do you think this is the case? What You know what? And get them to start to think about their own kind of gig. Now, a lot of times, I mean, this is just counseling 101. But a lot of times if people are so entrenched in it and it's such an identity for them and they don't have any other identity, they'll get to a point and then they'll just say just because. And then when that happens, you're done. Now, the problem is we have 42% of the country that's at that point just because. And it's a sad reality to face because the reality is we have to work with what we have and we have to work with those people that are still underdeveloped. But how do we do that? What we do is we go out and vote first and foremost. We own the perspective of having a deeper level of understanding and a deeper level of introspection. You know, when you talk to a three-year-old, you don't expect the three-year-old to see certain like complex nuances in thinking, right? I mean, you're not, you don't, you're not going to talk to the three-year-old about world politics. So why is it that you're expecting that other person to be open to that deeper level of introspection and perspective when they just don't they just don't have it they don't get it they've never built up that muscle it's completely atrophied in them it's like somebody who doesn't go to the gym and you drag your buddy to the gym and the guy's never been there before and you pack on 60 pounds and you say well you should you should be able to curl 60 pounds because you're an adult man it doesn't work it's not going to work. They can't they can't lift the thing. They can't do it. There's an inability. And so I think it comes down to an expectation that there we just have that as a part of our society and we've got to kind of work through that as we go forward into our next phase of being a country, our next phase of being some level of a leader in this world, in our new world, our new technological and informational world. Now I want to circle back to everybody else that's listening to me that's not in this country. I would like to appeal to you to please help us out or help your friends out in any way possible in having a level of understanding of what we're going through and the fact that your country more than likely has already gone through this like two or three times. We all have to sort of work together and create this momentum together. It's the whole Malcolm Gladwell tipping point thing. And the thing is, it never goes from you know, 50, 50 to like 80, 20 overnight. And overnight, I'm saying like four years or 10 years or whatever, it's going to go 50, 50 to 51, 49. And as frustrating as that is for me, because I'm like, do you see that the emperor doesn't have any clothes on? Do you just see that? They see it, but they just say, well, that's not the point. That's the frustrating part about it. But You'll get 1% of those people over a number of years. It's such a slow process. But that 1% is going to create the momentum. And that's what we're looking to do. And I think that you international people out there that have gone through this already or gone through a lot of political change and are more developed in terms of a country or just and from an ideal standpoint can help us out in going through this process. And we can all kind of work together to create this whole tipping point over to a better world around the globe. I mean, democracy is a philosophy, but so is 
authoritarianism and so is fascism and so is communism. And we've decided that that's our philosophy. But you have a number of people here that really don't know what that is. They think they do, but now they have to face the facts that it's not what they thought it was. And that's what we're dealing with. So this is not a moral of the story show. It's more of a call to action in regards to having a higher level of understanding and maybe patience. And I'm really speaking to myself because I have zero patience when it comes to what I consider ignorance. But that's really not what's happening here on a grand scale. What's happening here is just denial for the sake of survival. And I get that part. It's just very hard for me to, I can't empathize with it, but I can sympathize with it. And in going forward, I hope that more and more of us, again, if you have a 1% or a possible 1% in your life, just model the behavior, model the acceptance of facts, model the acceptance of scientific method, model having a good philosophical and psychological foundation for yourself, model the objective of the virtuous stoic in regards to live your life with virtue, have a sense of purpose, do right in the world, golden rule stuff, just model it the best you can. I mean, you know, we're all human. We have our good days and our bad days. And maybe that one percenter will be able to see the modeling, just like a good parent. They model good behavior. They model good reasoning. And maybe we can get more and more people. Maybe we can get 51.5% by the next election. That's I think that's the whole point. Again, I hope things are well. Thank you for listening. And if you have any comments or questions, just give me a holler. Uh, the next time we talk in real time, it'll be after the election, but more than likely, there'll still be a dumpster fire happening. So that'll be interesting. You can go to javabud.com, that J-A-V-A-B-U-D.com for everything. Please rate and review on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. There's a million of us out there, and it always helps for me to get the word out if you happen to comment on the show. Again, I hope things are great. If you have any questions or comments, get a hold of me at Tony at JavaBud.com. Talk to you soon. Bye.